Welcome to Call Us Mommy Podcast, where we get real about mom life, relationships, and careers. I'm Tiana, a single mom of three. And I'm Marielle, a married mom of four. We're both on a mission to empower you not to settle in any area of life. I feel like God, he gave us these kids to prepare them for yeah. life, not to shelter them right. and keep them like to ourselves. Because that's a very not selfish. Ours. Yeah. Yes, that's very selfish of us to feel that way. They, he wants us to prepare them yeah. to, you know, walk through life with them, holding their hand, but be prepared for life yeah. and let them face, you know, some things, not the extreme right, things, guys. Right. Don't just throw them to the wolves. Yeah. But like, you know, just like the little things of like learning new things that they maybe shouldn't have, but like we're there to teach them the guidance. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing I'll say on it is talk to your kids. Don't just ask them how their day was. Like try to ask them. And again, you can Google like specific questions of what to ask your kids. Have them tell stories about their day. Yes. Well, depending on like, your kids' age, obviously, like asking a three-year-old, right? Why, you know why they don't like something is going to be a little more difficult. But like for someone that is, you know, eight years old, me asking him, you know. Why did that make you feel this way? What yeah. did she do exactly? And that got him talking and explaining all these stories. Yeah. To me. Right. And like the, another example would be like if you have a smaller child and they're going to daycare, instead of asking them like how was your day, you can ask that. But then maybe ask them what games did you play at recess or what games did you play today? Because then they're gonna that's gonna prompt them to tell a story. They most likely if it's a three year old they won't tell you what games they played, but they'll answer that question based on what they think that that means or whatever comes to mind. And so you'll get insight into their day, and that'll help you feel better about their day because maybe they'll respond and be like really excited oh well let me tell you about this craft that we did and they get really excited about it and so it makes you feel good that okay they're having this really great experience you know or that at least they did today and this is a result of that or the opposite of that is they'll tell you something that you know that you might not have gotten out of them that like oh maybe I should address that so it gives you control over the day that you feel out of control of because you're not there physically you know curating it for them so just communicate with your kids. So I think that would, would help a lot too. Yeah. You guys can make a, like a fun game out of it and play like happies and crappies. Yes. You guys can call it something different like happies and sappies maybe. Yeah. Um, whatever fits your family. But make it a, like we're going to play a game. Like, yeah. What's your happies and crappies? And obviously, guys, we don't have high school, junior high kids. So if you're listening right. and you're like, my kid would just not do this. But too, if you're doing this now with your kids, little kids, you'll develop a relationship where these conversations come naturally when they're in high school. Yes. Now, if you're like, this is like how I feel whenever I'm listening to like a gentle parenting person. I'm like, yeah. my kids already <laughs> developed all these bad habits. How do you fix them? But like, yeah. you know, if you're in high school, I think still just like working on talking with them, it's going to be hard at the beginning if it's not something that's normal, you know? Um, okay, so the next thing and the next questions that we've gotten have been about our recent um, giving up of alcohol and like what that's like what made us made that decision and i think that this answer might be a little bit different for each of us it is different which it's funny it's funny because it happened yes. around the same time yeah without really opening like full communication about it right we, it's not like we were like just talking about it and like one of us came to the other and was like hey have you thought about not drinking yeah we literally like it was very it's yeah we just came came to this journey at the same time, which is cool because this is something I feel like that a, a lot of friends do because of the other. So I'm really glad, like thankful. Not that like one of us would have felt like weird because the other one still drank, but like obviously when we do a lot of our life together, it's nice to <laughs> do the same, same thing. Yeah. Yeah, ice cream. Well, I'll answer first. I just want to put out there 
first things first. Like, I don't... We're not pregnant. We're no not one's pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not pregnant. I was not an alcoholic. I maybe, like, drink wine maybe a few times a month. I mean, we've had our moment. I mean, everyone, you yeah. know, goes through seasons where they drink more alcohol. I think everyone during the pandemic drink probably more alcohol yeah, than... Yeah, during the pandemic, I drink more yeah. wine. But, like, in a normal life setting, I barely drink, like, once a week. Yeah. But... And I don't have any judgment, like, if you're like, okay, I'm rolling my eyes, like, this is so annoying, because I totally would have did this listening to a podcast like this. Right. But there's no judgment. I really don't care. Like, I, like, enjoy going out. I can have a Coke now, I but I still enjoy going out and just, like, you know, having fun and, like, dancing every now and then. But for me, I started, every time I would even drink, like, a couple sips of, like, a fruity drink or wine, my heart would start racing. I couldn't sleep. I would be up, like, having panic attacks. Weirdest thing, I don't know if I've just, like, overstimulated and, like, the alcohol just triggered, like, my cortisol levels. I don't know what it is, but I tried it a few times, and I was like, you know what? It's not even worth me feeling the feelings that I do, so I'm just going to stop drinking. And I will say since I haven't drank in three months, I feel, like, so much more motivated. I have so much more clarity in my life, and I didn't even drink that much, but it just is so eye-opening and, like, just, like, doing normal things, like, going out to dinner and, like, not getting a drink. Like, I feel great. Even if, like, I don't know, like, if I'm just extra sensitive. But even one, like, glass of wine really will throw me off for, like, a few days. Yeah. I, for me, you know, it's very similar. But I would compare it to giving up, like, dairy. <laughs> like, I gave up dairy a long time ago. But it was, like, a, you know, mostly. I still love, I, like, I love cheese and I love ice cream. So I'm not eating it every day, but, like, I will eat it if it makes sense. Like, if I'm at a restaurant and, like, they're like, we have the best, you know, mac and cheese, I will get mac and cheese. Or if I'm craving mac and cheese, I'll get mac and cheese. Or if, you know, I'm making a dish that has dairy in it, I'll eat it. But, like, for the most part, I don't drink milk. But I don't like the way it makes me feel, so I won't drink it. But I'll have a milkshake if I want a milkshake. So it's the same thing with alcohol. I will have a drink if it makes sense in the moment, but... I am not going to drink just because it's a Friday night and that's normally what I do or, or because like yeah or I'm going out with my friends so I'm going to have a drink. Now if I want to that's different. But I just got tired of you know it being a Friday night and that's what we did was like have a glass of wine or two and then woke up the next morning and had a headache from the wine or whatever. I just got sick of that feeling and Whenever I had a couple weekends where I was like, I'm just going to not drink and see how I feel and if it makes a difference. And I either had like only one drink or not nothing at all. And I woke up feeling so in control of my body where it was like, I feel good. And that's clearly a direct consequence of not drinking. And it made me feel more empowered than whenever I drink, if that makes sense. So, again, if there's not, like, a religious reason. There's not a medical reason. Or judgmental reason. It's literally just, like, we are in a season in our life right now where we're choosing things that make us feel better physically, emotionally, mentally, all those things. And that's been a part of it. Yes. And I just want to clarify, like, just say in a, a month from now, I post, like, I have a fruity drink or something, which I'm not planning on doing that. But if I did, please don't take it as I'm saying I'll, I'm never going to drink again. I'm saying, like, this season of my life, right. I... Like she said, I am choosing things that make me feel good, that keep me like going and like just like ignite like the fire inside of yeah. me. And alcohol definitely does not do that to me. <laughs> so. And I mean, I think that it's like, it's just a part of growing, you know, whenever you're trying to 
get fit or something, you might give up something. Alcohol can cause weight gain. That's one thing that I've been trying to like get rid of feeling the blo like bloated feeling all the time because of whatever my body doesn't agree with. And a part of that I think has been alcohol. So there are just some multiple reasons why, but like there's not a reason I would ever project on someone else ever, no. ever, ever. Yeah. I'm not walking around telling like my friends if they're like having a drink, like you should not right. drink that. But at the same time, like I would not expect someone who's my friend to be like, well, I'm having a drink and I feel bad because you're not having a drink. Yes. And let's just say, okay, like you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I really want to do that. But like my friends are like, come on, have a drink. And like, maybe you are a people pleaser and you're like, okay, like I'm just going to do it because they keep asking me or like, yeah. I can't go out because I feel like I have to have a drink. What are some ways like that you can do that and just be nonchalant or what would you say? Yeah, I would just be, you know, practice it if you are a people pleaser and maybe have a conversation with them before you're ever out and in that situation. Because if you wait until you're in that situation, you won't. I mean, if you're like me and as a people pleaser, you just won't do. You'll go ahead and have a drink. So I would have a conversation beforehand, maybe like if you're planning on going out, maybe the day before or earlier in the day, just say, hey, by the way, I'm not going to be drinking. I'm like not drinking alcohol right now. Like it's just like a me thing. Don't worry about it. Like if you need to tell them you're not pregnant or whatever, like do that. Um, depending on like your relationship with them, be as open as you want to. But if you're just, you know, whatever you're trying to achieve, tell them that because yeah. they should support you in that. And if they don't support you, then, you know, if we're in – this season of cutting out things that don't make you feel good, that might be something to evaluate too. But practically speaking, you know, if you have that conversation, everyone's cool about it. When you go out, you know, get ask for a mocktail. Just say like, can you do any of your cocktails without alcohol? And a lot of cocktails are spirit based, so just keep that in mind. Mojitos are really easy to make as a as a mocktail. You just ask them, and they'll either make it based on your preferences, or they might even have a list of of them that they can have that option with. Yeah. Yeah. And just remember you owe no one an explanation, but if right. you feel like you have to tell someone, let them know. I will say we just had Ariel's surprise birthday party. A lot of our friends were drinking. I didn't drink and I just poured myself a glass of apple juice and no one questioned it. Everyone yeah. thought it was alcohol. Yeah. And it was still fun. Yeah. Yeah, no one questioned my apple juice though. No one was like, why are you drinking? No one knew anything. Yeah. No one knew that I was having a like a little sober night, like no one, no one knew. And I didn't feel the need to tell anyone. Right. But also don't feel like you can't tell people because they're going to peer pressure you because there might always be that one other friend that wants to do that, but also feels like they can. Yeah. So I think the more that like you just are open with your friends about the things that you want to do the journeys and that you're on. change and yeah, the journeys that you're on, you might find other people that are, that want to be on that journey too. And you can do it together. Yeah. Okay, so this is a good segue into the next question. What is your number one goal in life? So my number one goal in life is to make an impact. Whether I make an impact on one person or 10,000 people, it is to leave this earth knowing that I made an impact in someone's life. Yeah, I'd say that's probably mine too. Just, you know, maybe like a little more. I'd like to leave a legacy for my family, but like love people. Like that's what I want to do is I want to love my family and I want to love the people around me in, in the circle that I'm able to touch, in my circle of influence. And, you know, there are a lot of, like, tiny goals, I think, that always fall under your number one goal in life. So I, I love that question because I think it does help you make sure that all those tiny goals keep in line with that one goal. Okay, so a fun one because we are on our way back from a trip to Nashville. What are some dream travel plans? Like, where would you travel if you could travel anywhere? 
I probably have a list of places. I've always wanted to go to Turkey. I want to go to Israel. <laughs> That's so funny listening to her. This just shows how opposite we are. When people ask me this, I feel so like small-minded when I even just answer this question. Because I have never flown on a plane before. If you follow me, you I talk about this, it seems like weekly. So, and I don't have any really any desire to fly on a plane, guys. I'm just gonna be honest. I just there's no desire. And I don't I don't have these like big desires to travel the world. Like that is not that has never been a desire. And it's still I still not. I was thinking like as I reach out more and just like go different places and do different things that I'm going to wanna have this big desire to travel and stuff and see the world. I don't. I would like to see a couple places, you know, like, but I, I'm fine with that. And I think that's okay. I mean, it sounds like, I sound so boring. Every time I've ever answered this, like, as a dating question, when men ask me this, they're just like, oh, wow. And it's not like I'm against traveling. Like, I think, like, traveling is very cool, but it's just not something that is not one of my many goals. Mm -hmm. I think that's fine. I think a lot of people who feel that way might have a more small-minded reasoning behind it and obviously like I don't know your reasoning specifically but I think it becomes problematic when people don't want to travel because of the way the world is in that specific place because for me I want to experience the world because I don't want to assume the world operates in an Americanized way I want to understand how all people live but specifically like I really want to go to Israel I always have I grew up my dad showing me pictures of when he went and telling me stories and just the people that I've heard talk about going to Israel it brings their faith alive because you're literally seeing like all of these stories that honestly seem like fantasy you know or like uh, fairy tale stories come to life in this physical place where it happened and for me like that's what travel does it changes my worldview by opening it up a little bit so I want that for my kids too like my dream is to be able to do those trips with my kids at some point when they're old enough to appreciate them in the way that they would have to for that to even, you know, happen. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good reason. I love that. Yeah, guys, don't, and don't get me wrong. I love to vacation. I want to go on vacations, but yeah, I don't have any big dreams of traveling. We'll get her on a plane. It's going to happen. Will we? <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us on the Call Us Mommy podcast. If you want to spend more time with us, make sure to hit follow. And if you like the episode, share with a friend and leave a review.